This is Radio Real Estate with your host, Mike Kent, on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. Brought to you by Linden Sheet Metal and Windermere Real Estate. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning and welcome to Radio Real Estate. This is Mike Kent. I'm going to run down the numbers for the last seven days in Whatcom County Real Estate. And I can share with you that uh, the market is, for this time of year, still very, very active. As a matter of fact, we had... 46 additional single-family homes come on the market the last seven days throughout all of Whatcom County, while we at the same time had 37 homes go under contract. I think we had 36 last week, so mid-30s per week during the holiday season. That's pretty darn good considering that we don't have a lot of homes to pick from. There's only 504 houses available nationwide, excuse me, nationwide, countywide uh, at the present time, which again is about a two-month supply, about one-third of what we actually need for a balanced market. So 46 homes came onto the market, 37 homes went under contract. The average size of the homes entering the marketplace, 2,173 square feet. The average size of the homes that received accepted offers, 1,961 square feet. So we're matching up pretty good with what buyers are looking for right now. The average price per square foot, Pretty high this week for those properties coming on the market, but we had a lot of high-end homes. But it averaged $374 per square foot, while the average price per square foot of homes that received offers was $359 a square foot. There were nine homes over a million dollars that entered the market, while at the same time there were five homes over a million dollars that received accepted offers. So in short, our supply, our activity, I think, has hit a level where we're not probably going to see anything go lower. I hope the inventory will start to pick up a little bit in the new year after we get through the holidays. But certainly there's plenty of buyer activity to indicate that our market has probably hit probably the, the bump in the road, if you will. It certainly hasn't collapsed. We didn't have a bubble. We didn't expect that. But I think you're going to find the first quarter is going to be quite interesting. When I come back to the break, I'll kind of run down the numbers of what's happened nationally as well that indicates some really positive news. And we're going to talk about loan programs because there's a big change this week, this past week, in the levels in which you could get an FHA loan. A lot of people are asking, why would I pick an FHA loan versus a conventional advice versa? We're going to break it down. And also, I have a little fun later in the show. We're going to talk about some real estate terms. I think you'll find it quite comical. We'll be right back. You need security solutions. Accurate Lock and Security has hey, how was their it? security professional team Northwest Washington has trusted for over 90 years. Accurate Lock and Security takes your protection beyond just lock and key with enhancements like latch guard, wraparound plates, strike plates, window locks, and so much more. The Accurate team will help you find the product or design to fit your situation. Accurate Lock and Security, the security professional team. Online at accuratelock.net. That's accuratelock.net. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. 
Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. Hey, how was the grocery store? Everything is getting more and more expensive. I know. I stopped to get gas today and the price has gone back up. We need to talk about the budget again. The cold weather is here and we're going to need a new furnace or maybe a heat pump. I'm not sure which. Well, I was talking to Joe and he recommended Linden Sheet Metal. They had a new heat pump put in. The guys that came out to install it were professional and the heat pump works great. He also said there's up to $2,400 in rebates that we can tap into. That sounds great. Rebates and energy savings with a new furnace or heat pump? Let's call Linden Sheet Metal and make an appointment. Call Linden Sheet Metal today and talk to us about staying warm this winter. Because in a world where it seems everything is more expensive, there are ways to save on installation and monthly utility bills. And we can also help with low monthly payments. Linden Sheet Metal, serving the Northwest for over 80 years. Welcome back. Hey, I want to share with you uh, what's uh, happening nationally. Uh, got a lot of stats come out every single week, and some interesting ones this week with all the the negative press about real estate. If you turn on the television, or you check YouTube and type in real estate, you would think the world's coming to a quick end, and it's just not the case. The numbers bear otherwise. Now, in some markets, certainly that are overbuilt and uh, markets are suffering for a variety of different reasons. Sure. But uh, from a local standpoint in particular, Whatcom County, you have no reason to be concerned. In fact, uh, if there's anything you can invest in, I got to say, it's still got to be real estate for a variety of reasons, but the market is still real strong. But nationally, here are some things that have triggered this uptick, if you will. And that is the interest rates. People are starting to get, I don't want to say comfortable, but they're getting accustomed and adjusting for the current rates. And for most people, if they need a mortgage, and still most people do, of course, they have learned to adjust their expectations and realize the price point that they're buying at now with the new rates might mean a little less house. So it's not the end of the world. It just means they might not be getting 3,000 square feet. They might get 2,000 as an example. But people have resigned themselves to the fact that rates are not going to drop down to three, three and a quarter, three and a half. And if you've got a rate like that, congratulations for jumping in when you did because uh, that will be a windfall for the next 30 years for those folks. But the daily rate, it dropped down to about 6.29% this past week. And that's down a full point from the uh, uh, a month prior. So you go back one month ago, we were about 7.2973, so it came down a full point. That triggered quite a bit of activity. In fact, mortgage purchase applications, they went up 4% from the week earlier, and that's during the Thanksgiving week. So take that into consideration. More people are, are getting geared up and ready to buy a house because they saw that dip. Very, very positive sign in the market overall. So, and the price drops, they're becoming less common than they were. You go back a couple weeks ago, you saw a lot of price reductions, particularly on the national level. That has slowed down. Six and a half percent of the listings out there experience a price drop. And that is down from 7.2% just a week ago, two weeks ago. So things really slowed down the price drop level as well. There've been a handful of uh, pieces of relatively good news for the housing market lately. 
but we're far from out of the woods. But the key indicators of home buying demand will likely be teetering on a knife's edge with every data release that comes out. You're going to find people buying real estate are just like people in the stock market where it's going to be rocky. It's going to fluctuate. It's going to go up and down, but it's not going to drop. The bottom's not dropping out. In fact, I would suspect... As most prognosticators, economists say, we're still going to see 2, 3, 4% increase on average year over year in 2023 on a national level. What happens locally, it's a bit of a wild card. We were just discussing it in our sales meeting last Tuesday that uh, if these inventories drop, we're down to 504 homes, folks. 504 homes throughout all of Whatcom County. We had over 600 just a short time ago. If we drop below 500 going into the first quarter, and don't get a lot of product onto the market, we may once again see buyers competing for the same house. Multiple offers potentially could come back. It could be maybe not as robust return as it was six months a year ago, but I think you're going to see prices are going to level off, and the best-priced homes in the best neighborhoods that present best, you're actually going to see prices start to increase. And I can tell you there's not an appraiser listening right now that won't be glad to hear that, particularly if it's a nice, gradual increase in values, making their job easier, and not so much pressure on buyers that they have to make decisions without doing the research. It's going to get closer to what we would call a normal market. But a lot of great things are starting to come into play. Among the 50 most populous U.S. metropolitan areas of cities, home sale prices fell from a year ago in only 10 of them. In 40 of the 50 largest cities, prices did not drop this last month. Prices fell 8.2% year over year in the toughest hit places, but these are places that had the highest increases. The toughest one was San Francisco. Uh, their prices dropped 2.8%. Uh, San Jose, 2.7%. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Sacramento, Austin. Nothing in the Pacific Northwest does it show up that they had these big price drops. It's not impacting our area. It's impacting areas where people, for the large part, in some degree, are fleeing. And Southern California comes to the top of that list. And uh, in, it's interesting. In Austin and Los Angeles, home prices have fallen on a year-over-year basis since mid-2019. So it didn't start just with the interest rates. Their prices have been dropping in many areas for the last several years. So a lot of leading indicators, 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, like I say, ticked down to 6.29%. The daily average uh, was about the same, and it's down one full percent from year before. Mortgage applications were up, and fewer people even though we're searching for homes, we're still finding many metro areas prices are holding, and in some cases, they're actually going up. So a lot of, a lot of really, really good news. But it's all about mortgage rates right now that's driving things. And a lot of people are deciding that haven't bought a house yet or making a change. What kind of mortgage should they go for? Do they go for an FHA? Do they go for a conventional mortgage? And in the case of FHA, a lot more people have an opportunity to get it because this last week, the FHA finally changed their loan limits to match up with a huge increase in values. This should have happened a long time ago, but it happened this week where a single unit limit, which means a single family residence, you can now get an FHA loan for as high as 726000 If you've got a duplex, 929 and goes up from there. But those limits were raised. But that might not mean a thing to you if you don't know what an FHA loan is all about, what the benefits are, et cetera. When I come back to the break, we're going to break down the difference between a conventional loan and an FHA loan. 
and uh, you'll be better educated on what choice is best for you in your circumstance as soon as we come back. Dr. John's Auto Clinic, located in Bellingham on Kentucky Street, is here for your auto repair and service needs. Trusted and affordable auto repair in Bellingham for over 25 years. Ask about their oil change and maintenance inspections. You can hear Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic every Saturday on In the Shop on Newstalk 790 KGMI. Or check out Dr. John's Auto Clinic at djautoclinic.com. And on Facebook for the latest in auto repair news. Dr. John's Auto Clinic, reliable, honest, and a part of this community for over 25 years. Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Toyota is still fully vested in the internal combustion engine, and they saw as a visionary the future being a, uh, a fuel cell vehicle. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. The efficiencies there, but find me a location where you can go fuel up your hydrogen fuel cell yeah. here in, in Whatcom <laughs> County. In the shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI. News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. I want to thank two of our sponsors make this possible every single Saturday morning. First of all, Linden Sheet Metal at the corner of Guide and Main. And they have been busy the last couple of weeks, but not too busy to help you out if you're having any challenges with your heating system. It is uh, time to get hold of those folks. And if you've got everything working smoothly, but you've checked the sticker on that furnace and realized it hasn't been serviced in a couple of years, you might want to give them a shout and make sure that it gets serviced because the coldest weather may still be yet to come. So that's Linden Sheet Metal for all your plumbing, heating, sheet metal, all those needs. They're the go-to people in Whatcom County for home comfort. Hey, I want to talk about, uh, and also uh, Windermere Real Estate, I'm sorry. <laughs> Last night was their Christmas party, so everyone's a little bit behind today. Um, but Windermere agents, they are working hard and diligently through ups and downs and like the postman, whether it's rain, sleet, snow, they're still out doing their thing. Over 120 of us in offices located in Linden, Birch Bay, Ferndale, Bellingham, and down in Fairhaven. So, and if it weren't enough being busy just selling real estate, this is a time year where realtors in general, including Windermere, we do a lot of charitable work. Uh, It's that time of year and the spirits within us, and we go out and do all kinds of things. I want to congratulate all the brokerages, whether it be Coldwell Bank or Remax, Windermere, all of you do an outstanding job of stepping up 
and helping out with local charities to make sure that uh, we were able to make life a little more comfortable for everyone else. So it's not just about selling houses. It's also about helping those folks within those homes. And we all appreciate each and every one of you. So FHA loans and conventional loans. There's a great article. I searched the web. I thought there's got to be an easy explanation to really explain what the difference is between FHA and conventional. And I found a really good article, a company I've never heard of. It's called Better Mortgage. It's probably an online mortgage firm, but they really put a nice, concise explanation together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase from it. And uh, the, it talks about the major differences between FHA and conventional. And chances are, if you've got a home mortgage... But, Chances are very strong you've got one or the other, probably conventional followed by FHA. But when it comes to shopping for mortgage, the two most common loans are FHA loans and conventional loans. And that's the exception would that be you may have a VA loan or you may have an owner contract. You may be an agriculture zone and have a uh, USDA loan. But typically it's going to be either conventional or FHA. So both of them have advantages, but both of them have certain risk. And what you have to do is size up your situation and decide which is going to work best for your needs. So the loan insurers, this is a lot of the uh, differenti differentiating between the two, is how FHA and conventional loans are different. That's how they're insured. The first major difference is who insures the loan. In FHA, loans are insured by the Federal Housing Administration, FHA, meaning that the government will step in and reimburse the lender in the event a borrower defaults on a loan. They don't make their payments, there's that safety net, and it's called the government, and it's the Federal Housing Administration, it's that FHA loan. Conventional loans, on the other hand, have no such guarantee from the, from the government. So the government's not gonna step in and help you with a conventional loan. As a result, qualifications for FHA loans tend to be more open than conventional loans because lenders know the government stands behind the loan. However, FHA loans tend to carry slightly higher mortgage insurance costs for the borrower. These insurance premiums help to ensure the government is able to continue with the program to provide backing for the loans without drawing too heavily on taxpayer dollars. The availability, the second differentiator, has to do with the lenders are able to issue which types of loans. So most lenders are happy to issue a conventional loan. That is the most common, which are the most straightforward and considered the safest type of loan from the lender's point of view. Not all lenders, however, offer FHA loans, which require a bit more due diligence and proven track record on the part of the lender. So that's really lender focus, and uh, they're gonna often go to conventional because it better protects the lender. We're not talking about the borrower, but the lender himself. It also depends on the property type. A major consideration when choosing between FHA and conventional is whether or not the property you're buying is gonna be your primary residence. FHA loans are only available, only available for primary residence properties, whereas conventional loans are available for secondary or vacation properties, homes and investment properties, including rentals and pure land holdings. You're probably starting to pick up on the fact that the reason FHA exists is to help more people realize the American dream as opposed to helping the investor. Obviously, you invest in your own home, but it's really focused about getting people into home ownership with the government's backing and the government's support. Qualifications. The qualifications for FHA are backed by the government and conventional are backed by the lender. For each loan type, they might look a little bit different. Generally, FHA loans are easier to qualify for. They allow for the lowest possible down payment 
and the most favorable higher debt to income ratio for the borrower, meaning that they allow you to carry more debt relative to your income. The trade-off for FHA loans, though, is that they therefore carry slightly higher mortgage insurance premiums to offset those risks to protect the government and in turn protect the taxpayers. Also, the credit minimums are much lower. Uh, they're 580 for both FHA conventional, but slightly lower debt-to-income ratios. The benefit for borrowers to meet these tighter requirements, however, is lower. And in some cases, insurance premiums are required on the loan. Mortgage insurance, very, very important. As mentioned, mortgage insurance premiums differ significantly between the loan types. This is worth unpacking in more detail. FHA loans require a mortgage insurance premium, MIP. This is broken into two parts. A single upfront premium, which is equivalent to 1.75% of the amount of money you're borrowing, so the loan amount, regardless of qualification factors. So anyone that's taking out an FHA loan is gonna have an upfront 1.75% of the loan. Okay, and it's built into your monthly mortgage payments. You don't have to come up with it. It's rolled into the payment. And it's based on the amount of your initial down payment. And also, for example, if your down payment, say it was between 3.5% and 5%, your annual mortgage insurance premium would be 0.85% alone. In other words, it's, all, it's baked into your mortgage payment. Okay, and it's spread out over your monthly payment center. Mortgage insurance on conventional loans is called private mortgage insurance. We talk about it often, PMI. Generally, conventional loans have a broader range of scenarios for mortgage insurance requirements. If you can afford a down payment of 20% or more, you don't need at all any personal mortgage insurance premium. But if you are below that, you are going to be paying a premium. Conventional loans can be issued with down payments as low as 3%, for example, and a major advantage of conventional is that the PMI premiums go away. They're not there permanently. They will go away as soon as the amount you owe is less than 80% of the property's value, even if your initial down payment was less than that 20%. This could happen by paying down your mortgage over time or lump sum payments to knock it down or the property's value, which for most people, if you bought your house more than three years ago, and you're paying PMI, you need to get on the phone and talk to your lender because chances are very, very good that that PMI is no longer necessary. We'll talk more about the difference between FHA versus conventional as soon as we come back from the bottom of the hour break. And a little bit later, we're going to share some uh, interesting words and terms used in real estate. I think you'll find quite humorous. We'll be right back. DeWard and Bodie's Black Friday prices are available for one final weekend on appliances, barbecues, mattresses, and more. Don't miss your last chance to get the lowest prices of the year on the best selection of ranges, wall ovens, cooktops, microwaves, dishwashers, refrigerators, and so much more. Plus, mattresses, adjustable bases, boxes, pillows, and sheets are all on sale. Don't stress about the holidays. Shop today for delivery and installation before Christmas. This weekend, DeWard and Bodie is offering installation rebates up to $150 on select Bosch dishwashers and up to $250 on select Bosch refrigerators, ranges, wall ovens, and cooktops. Keep your cash for Christmas and pay no money down with special no-interest financing for up to 18 months on qualifying appliances and up to 72 months on qualifying mattresses. Don't miss your last chance to score Black Friday prices for the biggest savings of the year. This weekend at DeWard & Bodie in Bellingham and Burlington. Financing OAC offer qualifications apply. 
Get ahead of the holiday stuffing. Step into Bellingham Athletic Club now for the holidays. Give yourself and the ones you love the gift of fitness. You'll find the variety at BAC to keep you engaged all year long with pool, classes, court sports, state-of-the-art weight and cardio equipment, and a staff to assist you and your goals. Stop by and visit today. Be glad you did. Bellingham Athletic Club, where healthy isn't just a goal, it's a way of life. Located at 4191 Meridian and at BellinghamAthleticClub.com. I'm Tumani. When I was younger, I may have did some stupid things. I committed some crimes, even got shot, but I'm not a criminal. That's right. I'm Jamal. I work for Youth Advocate Programs. Yeah, I was Tumani's advocate, helping him stay out of jail, stay in the neighborhood, get a job, and work hard to see a better future for himself. If you have a change of mindset, you can have a change of action. As a little kid, I experienced trauma and I acted out. Made some mistakes, but I'm not a mistake. No, she's a good student and a great kid. As Jalen's YAP advocate, I'm always here for her. With the Youth Advocate Programs, I was able to connect with Jalen. YAP is a community-based alternative to youth incarceration, congregate placement, and neighborhood violence. After completing our program, 86% of participants were arrest-free. YAP works. And now, I'm a YAP advocate, helping kids like me find a better way. Youth advocate programs. Others talk social change. We make it happen. Learn how at yapinc.org. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. Hate speech is on the rise on Twitter. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. Since the online social media giant was taken over by Elon Musk, there's been a spike in tweets containing hate speech. This according to several groups, including the Anti-Defamation League. Daily slurs against African Americans have more than doubled. Anti-gay and anti-Semitic posts have also significantly risen. President Biden is pushing for Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock in the runoff election in Georgia. He faces Republican Herschel Walker. One of the things about Warnock is he has real character. He's a truly decent, honorable man. The November jobs report was released yesterday. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger on the big takeaways. The consistent theme is we are gradually slowing down. Job growth is decelerating. Employers added 263,000 jobs in November, while the unemployment rate stayed level at 3.7 percent. CBS News Brief, I'm Stacey Lynn. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. We're talking about FHA loans and conventional loans. Most people are pretty familiar with conventional, but here's a couple other differences, and I'll dive a little bit deeper into FHA. But uh, give an example, and this is why FHA loans are typical of first-time home buyers. Your credit score, your credit score for an FHA loan, you can be uh, you can be as low as five eighty and qualify for excuse me qualify for conventional loan. An FHA loan, you can actually go down to five hundred. So a much lower credit score. If you've got a credit score of 500 greater, that meets the criteria for FHA from a credit score standpoint. 
The other thing, too, is your debt-to-income ratio changes a little bit, not in favor of FHA. With a conventional loan, they expect you to have a, a debt-to-income ratio about 43%. In an FHA, it's going to be 50%. So some little variable changes. But again, FHA fits well for people that are perhaps buying their first home. And uh, that's often why you, it's, it's critical. We always tell our clients as realtors, and you hear me preach about it all the time, get on the phone if you've not bought a home before or get ready to buy another home and spend five minutes talking to a mortgage broker. There's no obligation. Um, they can answer your questions with just a few bits of information you can provide, probably which is going to be best for you. But in terms of the credit store, when you talk to them about that, make sure if they're checking your credit score, they're doing what's called a soft credit check as part of that pre-approval process. This will tell your score without impacting your credit. And I've talked about this in the past. If you are shopping your mortgage, for example, and we hate to see this happen when someone puts in an offer, offer gets accepted, only find out that the buyer was shopping the mortgage after the fact, even though they may have already been pre-approved by someone else. Because if they start tapping their credit score without doing a soft credit check, that's going to be viewed as accessing more and more money, and that could impact that buyer's ability to close on that house to get that loan. And if you're the buyer doing that, it can impact your ability to actually get the home. So another thing, too, which is uh, very common today, a lot of people overlook, the seller has a right, if you're doing a finance addendum, if you read the small print, you're going to find out that if you change lenders, you need permission of the seller first after mutual acceptance for the very reasons we're just talking about. They don't want to risk losing you as a buyer because you've shopped around and suddenly your credit score is in a, a different spot than you thought and maybe you don't qualify. If you're going to change lenders or because the first lender that pre-approved gathered information and found out you weren't as qualified as you thought, before you jump to another lender, you need to get the okay, if you will, from that seller because you've now tied up their house. They want to make sure that you succeed so they succeed in making that sale. So a number of different changes. Uh, the big changes this last week is the $726,200 threshold that now you can use an FHA loan. And it's best for those folks who don't have the same amount of down payment and uh, maybe want to operate with a little bit different credit score and less cash out of pocket. Um, it's just something to think about. And if you think you can't get a loan, ask your lender, well, what about FHA if I don't qualify for conventional? I'm going to take an early break and then we're going to segue back. I'm going to share with you uh, some funny, interesting terms used in real estate all over the world that uh, you might not be aware of. And some of them are, I think, talking in code, but we'll put a little humor into real estate as soon as we come back. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. 
Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals and groups giving back to our community. Dedicated to Service wants to wish a heartfelt thank you to all our first responders this holiday season. We respect and appreciate all you do for our communities. This message brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, your newest fine jewelry store. Explore their premium GIA certified selection of diamonds, Rolex watches, and luxury jewelry. On Squalicum Harbor, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107. Follow the bright light. KPUG is the sports leader, bringing you complete coverage of the Seahawks, Mariners, Huskies, and our high school athletes. We put you in the stands of the biggest games, including the Super Bowl, the World Series, March Madness, and state championships. Plus, KPUG features the best in sports analysis and entertainment, from Dan Patrick and Jim Rome to Mike Greenberg and our own Mark Skolton. If it's happening in sports, it's on. KPUG 1170, 97.9 FM, KPUG 1170.com. Welcome back to Radio Real Estate. I'm going to share some terms with you that are funny, and then I'm going to share some terms with you that actually make sense and are good to use in your listing. Obviously, when an agent lists a property for sale, they have to put their marketing hat on and get the property out in front of as many sets of eyeballs as possible with a goal to get as many people into your house. And I will remind folks too, when you hire a real estate agent, you're not hiring a used car salesman. Nothing wrong with used car salesman, but their job is not to close on your house per se. Their job is to make sure your house gets out in front of potential buyers, the right potential buyers, qualified potential buyers, and to match them up with properties that are in line with what they're seeking. Once they've done that, there's going to be a house sale. And we're matchmakers is really what we do. And I can honestly say in the 20-some years of doing this business, I don't recall if I ever said to someone, okay, do you want to buy this house? Or even alluded that way. What happens typically is they'll say, okay, we want to write or we want to make an offer. And now without pressure, just making sure that the features and benefits are pointed out and displays well and as many people as possible get into that home. And for us, it has worked very successfully well over a thousand times. Um, if you've got a, a situation where you're working with a buyer's agent and they're pressuring you to write or whatnot, that's not a matchmaker. That's someone who's trying to get another commission check in his wallet, and they might be desperate. So anyways, a lot of the terms we use in marketing are pretty interesting. But some are just kind of funny because they're code. And uh, there's, a, there's a great realtor in Lake Tahoe. Her name is Linda Granger. And she came up with a really cool list of what some of these terms really mean. And take this all tongue-in-cheek. But, for example, if you're looking at a listing and it says cozy, she writes, one of my favorite terms, it means a home is too small for human habitation. And remember the 19th century when a family of six could live in a single room? 
This is the home for them, the home that talks about being cozy or intimate. The only home smaller than cozy. These homes are perfect if you're roughly the size of a garden gnome. Um, conveniently located, seems innocent enough. Well, she says it is located at a busy intersection where the traffic noise is so heavy you'll have to sleep with earplugs. Uh, country living. We hope you like spending a lot of time driving because this home is located so far from civilization that you may have to raise your own animals in order to survive. Need some TLC. We see this one all the time. Underline, beware, you might fall through the floor. Another one, real common, not a drive-by. Because the exterior is so hideous, you're looking to drive by without stopping. You might even look over your shoulder to see if condemned signs have been placed in the yard yet. <laughs> so, not a drive-by. If you see that, you know you're going to be disappointed when you show up at that house. Handyman special. Well, that's code for so special that not even the walls are solid. The home is probably ready to actually collapse. Um, another one, only one owner. This is humorous because you think about it. If there's only been one owner, it depends on how well that owner maintained the house. It may have been a detriment if it was a wrong owner not doing the deferred maintenance issues, etc. But she writes, only one owner. She goes on to say, and he didn't make an update since the day he built the home 47 years ago. And you know what? That happens a lot. Or someone will say, oh, we painted the house, interior, exterior. They didn't tell you they did it 15 years ago. Or they remodeled it. 10 years ago. In their mind, it's remodeled. Well, sure it was. They've been there for 47 years. And you go on and on, freshly painted. That might mean a single coat of cheap paint. So they put uh, some lipstick on the pig, and hopefully that you will accept it, and on on you go. Terms that I tell my clients, please do not use. And the number one that I hate is the one as is. And often people say, look, we're selling the house as is. Make sure you put that in the marketing remarks. I guarantee if you put as is on a property, every realtor worth their salt and the clients are going to think the house is a disaster. And there's been plenty of homes that the seller underestimated the home's value. And as is was not the appropriate description for that home because it probably needed a tune-up. But don't put as is because that's like, flashing neon lights that the home is a disaster. That's usually not the case. Fixer-upper, same thing. However, there's a caveat to that. If the home truly is a fixer-upper and the seller is realistic about the price and actually just wants to get the house unloaded, and maybe you inherited that house that hadn't been updated in 47 years, you just want to get it off the market and be done with it, Fixer-upper actually will draw investors, but know that investors who are fixer-uppers or flippers, as we call them, they are going to spend money with a view to make as much money as possible. Your offers are going to be low. You're going to have to negotiate hard. And I can tell you as a certified negotiation expert, a CNE, don't ever accept the first offer from an investor that's going to flip or do a fix. Because trust me, they are savvy enough to know to offer well, well under. If you watch Pawn Stars, you know that they don't start at the number that the person bringing in the artifact wants to sell it for. They start well, well below that. It's no different when it comes to selling a house if it's a fixer being sold primarily to investors. Come back from the break or continue uh, on that list as well as uh, some other terms that I think you'll find quite interesting. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Marty Boonstra here with Columbia Fire. And every winter we see property damage from burst pipes and frozen sprinkler systems. Don't let this happen to you. Avoid this costly mistake and get your dry systems winterized by Columbia Fire. We work in all aspects of commercial winterization. Schools, office buildings, industrial, high-rises, you name it, we've done it. Protect your property and get your free winterization consultation today from Columbia Fire. Learn more at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. That's right. The Children's Museum of Skagit County and the City of Burlington are creating a winter wonderland. Don't miss the last day at the shops at Burlington. Families can spend the day or the weekend playing outdoors and indoors. And the best part, it's completely free. Meet real live reindeer and Santa. Try the climbing wall. And the ever popular polar plunge bouncy house is back. Meet Spider-Man, Belle, and Anna and Elsa. Check the schedule for all three days of activities like crafts, snow science, snowshoeing, and the holiday tree lighting at 4.15 on Friday. Plus, they'll have indoor activities this year, including arts and crafts, snow science, a snowboard simulator, and Zorb balls. Bring all your family and friends to Winter Wonderland today at the Children's Museum of Skagit County. It's bigger, brighter, and better than ever. For more info, visit SkagitChildrensMuseum.net. This event and commercial have been made possible by a lodging tax grant from the City of Burlington and Skagit County. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city. But sometimes, things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI Traffic Alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Welcome back to Ready Real Estate. This is Mike Kent. Thanks for sticking with us. Hey, I did a little research as well, and there are a lot of studies that have been done in marketing about words. I just shared some of the, the funny uh, the funny words and the code we talk about, uh, cozy and fixer-upper, charming, etc. But there are words that actually do help sell your property, and it's been scientifically tested through reviewing thousands and thousands of MLS listings, and they've come up with 100 words that actually help you to sell your property. I'm going to share a few with you. And these are ones that you'll see it often, particularly among the most experienced realtors, because they learn this over time. New realtors, it's easy to plagiarize, too. You simply go and look at the listings as if you were looking to buy and look for those phrases that jump out and would attract you if you were a buyer for that house. And they're pretty simple. There's no big surprises, but these are some of the top ones. Attention to detail. That is a phrase that works very, very well in describing a house that is in exceptional design or condition. Attention to detail, particularly a custom home. Um, bright. In our climate, the Pacific Northwest, bright, cheery, open, um, daylight, all those things are huge, particularly this time of year. And, and while I'm on that topic, by the way, if you've got a showing any time this time of year when the sun's not shining bright like it may be today, 
Be sure and brighten that place up. Open every curtain, turn on every light. If your house is for sale, put in LED bright lighting throughout the place. Make sure that house shines and is really, really bright, even on the gloomiest of days. But bright is a very, very good term to use in the marketing remarks. If your home is bright, meaning large windows, south facing, those things that makes your home exceptionally bright inside. Classic. Classic is a great term if you have an, an older house, maybe a mid-century home. Classic is a very, very favorable endearment to any piece of property, just as it is with an antique or collectible. Classic is a great word to use if it applies. Close to town, location, location, location. Close to town is very, very important to many, many people. A lot of people want to be out of the hustle bustle in the city, but they don't want to have a plan an afternoon to simply go in and do some shopping, come home. Close to town, be sure and include that if indeed you are. Estate. Estate personalizes a home. If you have a large property you're selling, don't just put the address. In fact, I'll go back. When I first started in real estate, took a listing that had been previously listed as an address. And it was called 6161 Birch Point Road. I'll never forget. And it was a very, very large home. And they had simply listed the address. And they didn't have a headline for it. And I said, hey, why don't we give it a name? In this case, it was owned by the Ramstead family. Those of you who live out in Everson know that name and certainly around Whatcom County. I said, let's call it the Ramstead Estate. It was a very, very large house, about 8,000 square feet, waterfront on a huge acreage facing towards Orcas Island, and we called it the Ramstead Estate. And in very short order, we got that property sold and ended up marketing many properties and used the word estate. Again, if it's appropriate and if it applies. We sold the Ramstead Estate. We sold the Dixon Estate. We sold the Alfreds Estate. These were all grand estates. We sold the Bachman Manor Estate. Use the word estate if it's truly an estate-style property. That will gravitate buyers in that category to that product. Gourmet. Gourmet kitchen is a great term to use, again, if it makes the cut. And a gourmet kitchen, even though it may not be, be defined exactly what it must have in it, but if you've got a kitchen with a big island, it's got a prep sink, and it's got stainless appliances, including a gas range, maybe commercial hood. You could have two dishwashers. I could go on and on. If it's an exceptional kitchen that a gourmet chef would be satisfied to work in, call it a gourmet kitchen in your listing. Very, very important. If you've got hardwood floors, oh, my goodness, be sure and put hardwood because the majority of floors today are either a laminate or a luxury plank vinyl or carpet. If you've got hardwood, true hardwood, be sure that that jumps off the page. It's really, really important. If you've got a home that's built in the 50s and 60s, mid-century. Mid-century suddenly gives it personality, and right away people can associate with what that home is going to be like. It's probably going to be a single-level rambler, and uh, or maybe look like something like the Partridge family's home. Mid-century, a really important term. Move in ready. If your house is all set, doesn't need repairs, doesn't need updating, it's ready to enjoy without the buyer having to spend the first weeks or months getting in shape, Put in, move in ready, especially with today's buyers coming to Whatcom County because they are moving from out of area. They don't want to be stuck at the Hampton Inn for the next couple months waiting for the house to be ready to move into. If it's move in ready, be sure and tell the world that it is. One of the most important ones, an open floor plan. Put that in there. Open layout, open floor plan. Let people know that it's an open design because I can tell you that is one of the things that buyers 
will not negotiate on. If they want an open floor plan, that's what they want. They don't want a home that's broken up or chopped up. They want an open floor plan. And I can tell you what the buyers coming from where open floor plans were invented, California, that's what they're going to be looking for. Let them know. If it's remodeled, tell them it's remodeled. Not if it was remodeled in 1952, but if it was remodeled in the last several years whereby all the changes, the upgrades, the remodel work is still relatively current, let the world know it has been remodeled. If it's been renovated, same thing. If it's an older home renovated to the classic design, then let folks know that. And if it's been restored, same thing. Maybe it's a historical home. Let them know it is restored. The other thing that's really important, if you've got a home on acreage, it may be close to town, but it might feel very private because it's in a tree-lined area, maybe up a drive that goes a quarter mile back. If it's secluded, let people know because there's plenty of buyers that are specifically looking for properties that would be deemed secluded. And one of my favorites, spotless. The most important thing you can do when you sell your house, whether it's new, old, remodeled, renovated, open plan, is that it is clean, clean, clean. And when I say clean, I mean everything from the cupboards to the door jam to the doorknobs and the switch plates. Get that house absolutely squeaky, sparkly clean. It's the one thing you can do that doesn't cost, but the cost of a maybe a gallon of cleaner and some elbow grease. It's the most effective thing you can do to get more dollars for your house, and in many cases, just to get the offer. There's so many houses I've seen I've gone back to after they've cleaned them up, they look so much different, and they sell so much easier. Make that house spotless clean because you're selling a home to somebody. They want to know it's going to be comfortable for them. I could go on down the list. Uh, there's so many different things to do. And the other thing you want to do, too, is when you're talking with your agent and look at your own listing when it's up, Go on there and view it as if you were the buyer. And does it tell a story? Is it descriptive in the marketing remarks? Or is it just a whole series of bullet points with no personality, no life to it? Now, we are limited to a certain number of words or characters, which is very, very limited. But as mentioned before, you can always go in as an agent and in the photo gallery, put up to 40 photographs. And even though a picture is worth a thousand words, they can add a thousand words if you want to talk about the fact in this picture, you may note that the hardwood floors are original oak, for example, or the, the, the vaulted ceilings uh, could be extended by load-bearing walls or non-load-bearing walls adjacent. There's some, so many different things you can do to up that listing. So that can be done. Things we never had available to us when I started in the business now. There's so many things we can put in front of customers and it's interesting. I've said many times, when I first started in business, we would show 20, 25 houses. If you talk to the agents, it's been around a while. That's the way it was in the old days. We waited for the phone book style MLS book to come out, black and white, little thumbnail pictures and short descriptions, and made our photocopies, sent them off to the, to the uh, buyers or had them come by the office to pick it up if they didn't have email, which most didn't when we first started. Today, on average, we end up in the car looking at houses with now even less than four houses on average because all the work's been done for us on the internet in terms of weeding through the properties, which is why, too, when you're hiring an agent, you make sure they're putting all those tools to work because their commissions, for the most part, haven't changed, even though their workload of time has been reduced considerably. However, they have many more tools that cost much more money. Matterport tours, hundreds of dollars. Professional photography, hundreds more. 
drone videos, hundreds more. I can go on down the list and all the options they have to get out in front of different people. Um, there's a website we use, Luxury Homes, that costs money each month. So all these tools are still out there and been added that still cost, even though the amount of time necessary to find the right house has been compressed considerably. So it's been a win-win, a win for the buyers and a win for us as agents. So one thing, too, uh, in this market, real quick before we close, if your house is for sale, you've got an accepted offer. If you're one of those 37 people this last week that got an offer, get to work and make sure that house looks awesome, spotless, clean. Do everything you can to impress the appraiser. Does it change the value? No. But first impressions count. Just like they did with your buyer, it'll also count with an appraiser at a time when appraisals are getting a little more tricky and important now because the market has certainly shifted. Thank you very much for listening. I'll join you next Saturday on Radio Real Estate. Have a great Saturday afternoon.